Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialist with an office in Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, my friend, so let's play a little fact or fiction. Uh, you give me the answer and then maybe why you're uh, to support your answer, okay? All righty. Fact or fiction, your Social Security is taxable. That is a fact. Okay. Now... It may not end up being taxable, but it is subject to tax based on a provisional income. That's a calculation that doesn't occur on your tax return until you're on Social Security. So if you're in your 30s, 40s, or 50s, you haven't seen it yet. But when you're in your you know, your 60s and you're claiming it, claim it at 62 or wait all the way till 70, no matter where you claim it, this is the calculation it will go through. So it takes one half of your Social Security benefit – plus all other sources of income. So that would include wages, interest, dividends. But the interesting thing, too, it's also tax-exempt interest. So if you have tax-free municipal bonds, right? I'm doing all that, so I have tax-free income. They are going to be tax-free from federal income tax, but they can still cause your Social Security to become taxable. It's kind of interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, any distributions from a qualified plan, like an IRA or 401k, any pensions that you have, any rental income that you have coming in. So all that goes into that mix. If it goes over certain levels, so starting at 35 and then 42,000, then it starts becoming taxable. Works its way up to 85% is the maximum amount that is taxable to yeah, you. Yeah, up to, right. Yeah. Up to, yeah. yeah. And those amounts I quoted are for married filing jointly. So, you know, people, it wasn't supposed to be taxable. It was signed, actually, and it pains me, but uh, Ronald Reagan <laughs> actually signed uh, making some of it taxable, and then uh, Clinton raised it uh, when he was in office. But it's not 100% taxable. It's only up to 85%. That's the good news. However, if you're able to get your taxable income down or if you combine your Social Security with distributions from a Roth account, like a Roth IRA or Roth 401k, guess what? Not taxable. So you could get all the income you need and not pay taxes. So, Well, there you yeah. go. But so, it is taxable, yep. but it may not be depending on your situation. Yeah, and that's where strategy comes into play too, right? So exactly. how, how to take stuff out, when to take it out, all that kind of stuff. They all play and intermingle with each other. So you want to make sure you're being as efficient as possible to hopefully keep that down. But it is a fact. All right? Fact or fiction number two, your taxes, once again, will be lower, likely lower in retirement. Fact or fiction? That's fiction. Okay. May, um, but probably won't because two things. One, the vast majority of people's retirement savings are held in qualified plans, 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, TSP, those types of accounts. Mm -hmm. Those are 100% taxable when you take them out. So depending on how much income that you need and the size of your account, you might be right back at the same tax bracket that you're at when you were working. Second thing is today's current tax brackets – will sunset in 2025. So Congress doesn't do anything. They go back to where they were in 2017. 
So everyone is going to get a tax increase except the people on the first step. The 10 will remain 10. The second step goes from 12 to 15. The third step goes from 22 to 25. The fourth step goes from 24 to 28. Most people fall in the first four steps. Right. So you might actually get a tax increase in retirement depending on what step you're on. This is why planning for retirement, taxation is a critical piece of that. You need to understand how you can mitigate that, which you do have the most control when you first retire to be able to do that. And that's what we do very well here at Peterson Financial Group is helping you get the most income on the most tax-efficient basis possible. Yeah, and unfortunately, when we lose our loved one, our partner, we're also going to get kicked up, too, you know, into a higher tax bracket. Because we're going oh, to yeah. One of the articles that we wrote for Kiplinger Magazine shows on a simple, modest income of $60,000, mm-hmm. married filing jointly, you're paying about $1,400 in tax. Right. Uh, single, you're paying over $5,400 in tax. Yeah. Same income. Yeah, so the Doesn't I think fair. the the old school thinking of if this was the case was you know it, it maybe used to be the case, but I think what happened along the way somewhere, Eric, is that kind of like Social Security, like okay, you get to sixty five and you get it right kind of thing. I think people started to to assume that that was the case. You'll be in a lower tax bracket. It doesn't just happen just because you're older, <laughs> right? Right. If you want to be in a lower tax bracket, it's going to take planning. It's going to take strategizing to get there. Absolutely. But when you're working, all of you know you're like, oh, I put it in, I save my taxes, and yeah. I. You know, put away from retirement. So it sounds great. Yeah. But if you think about it this way, and I draw this in my classes sometimes. So, I mean, we're here in a rural area or an agricultural area in Iowa. So you think about you have a pen and you're trying to attract an animal into that pen. So the door, the gate's open, you're trying to get them in. So what would you put in there? You'd put something that's attractive, which would be food, right? Mm-hmm. So you put some food in there and the animal comes walking in, goes over to eat or drink from the food, right? And you close the pen behind them. And so you got them locked in the pen now. So think of that in a 401k or qualified plan. Think of that as the tax deductibility of your contribution, plus (laughs) then the employer match, and then the tax-deferred growth on that money. Those are very attractive things to get you to go into that pen. Right. And you sit there, and you what? You get larger and larger, like the animal. We want them to get larger so you can harvest them at some point, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So you're getting big and plump and your account value is going up, right? Well, when you go to leave the pen, you have to go through a very special door. It's IRS processing. And they're going to take a percentage based on where you're at when you go to take it out, not where you're at when you put it in. And not on the money you put in. It's on everything. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you plan it that way. You say that way to people. So how many people want to do that? <laughs> like, well, I don't want to do that. But mm. it's attractive when you're accumulating money to save on the the tax deductibility of your contribution plus a tax deferral of it. It's just that, you know, retirement's so far off, you don't even think about it. Right. But when you get to retirement, this is when you have the control. So you want to look at it, getting it out on a more tax efficient basis. Okay. All right. So, so far we are uh, uh, one fact, one fiction. So let's go to another one here. Fact or fiction, Eric, term life insurance is better than whole life insurance. That could be actually be both, believe it or not. Okay. It all depends on what you need to cover. Term insurance is cheaper. And if you die within the term, it's more efficient. Whole life is going to be there for your whole life. So if you want to plan your death to die within the term, then terms can be more efficient. <laughs> but if you want it to pay off. So when do you want your life insurance to pay off? When you die. Right. If you don't know that, you want to go. So I don't like the term whole life because whole life is expensive. There's better ways to do it, I feel. I like to say permanent insurance. So there's difference between renting a house and buying a house. Sure. Right? Yeah. Renting might be cheaper. You look at it overall between, you know, property taxes and maintenance, all that kind of stuff. Right. 
But at the end, if you own your home, guess what? You still have an asset to pass on. Although I say what, tell you what, some of the uh, rental prices I've been seeing lately, my brother's been looking at trying to rent a place, and it's like, man, it's as much as my mortgage is. So yeah, you know, yeah, anyway. it's getting a little bit out of hand. Yeah. So it depends on what you need it to do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, term insurance is great while you're younger, and you need to, you know equalize things or cover costs, uh, college or mortgage, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But you should also, I have both, both. I have term insurance. I also have permanent coverage. So depends on what you want to do, but my permanent coverage, I want that to pay when I die. Okay. And I don't know when that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, the term better, I think really messes that whole question up anyway. So one's not necessarily better than the other. It's just the uses are different. So Correct. we'll call that yeah. one a wash. A wash. All right. Yep. Fact or fiction. Medicare will cover most of your medical needs in retirement. That's probably the key word. Yeah, most is the operative, and so most could be very broad. But I would say that's a fact. They do cover a lot, but that's why you need a supplemental policy to cover the things that they don't cover, yes. and they don't cover long-term care. So if they, you said Medicare will cover your long-term care costs, and that's going to be fiction. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, you're still going to have to need supplement. You're still going to pay out of pocket. Uh, I think uh, Fidelity studies show that the average retiree will spend probably about $250,000 on health-related items over a course of a normal retirement. And that's everything going in, right? That's your premiums, that's your co-pays, that's doctor visits. And, you know, most of that money is spent in the latter years, too. So, but yeah, you're probably going to have higher medical expenses in retirement than you do while you're working or while you're younger. Yeah, I mean, it's a great program in a lot of ways. Definitely does a lot, right? But there's some things where it's got some deficiencies. So you want to make sure that you understand what some of those are. And there's little things too, like right, dental, eye, right. you know, stuff like that. Like it'll cover cataract surgery, but then not like doctor visits for your, you know, for eye exams. So it's weird stuff, you know. But it is the, it's the one thing that people look forward to from getting from the government is getting to age 65 because they look at premiums for individual health insurance before then they're astronomical um so a lot of people delay retiring until 65 that's an easy transition um to medicare so it's a pretty robust program um but it does, I mean, like any government program, is going to have lots of inefficiencies yeah, in it. Exactly. All right, let's do one more here, and then we'll jump out and take a break. Fact or fiction, Eric, as you get older, you should gradually shift from stocks to bonds. I would say that is fiction if you only use bonds as the quote-unquote the safe component. If you talk about you should move from stocks to more safer options, and that would be a fact. The thing is, is that bonds in 2022 went down almost as much as stocks did. Yeah. So this didn't work. So you need to find safer alternatives, better alternatives. But yes, you do need to wean off of some of your risk, but not all of it. You still need growth in retirement. Mm -hmm. You still have to outpace inflation, but you also need to have safer, smarter places to take your income from. And that's really the key. And that's what we show people here at Peterson Financial Group. So if you're just being told by your advisor or your website, your 401k, hey, we're going to move you in this target date portfolio from stocks to bonds, might want to rethink that strategy. Come and visit with us. What's it going to hurt, right? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? Waste a couple hours of your time. Best thing that's going to happen, you're going to learn a couple of things, also see some things maybe you never thought of before, and get a feel for, for appropriate for you. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. 
making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040. WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk in including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.